Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Control Amplified podcast. I'm Len Vermillion, Editor-in-Chief of Control Magazine and ControlGlobal.com. You know, these days, any talk of operational advancement in a plant inevitably brings up the subject of automation and moreover, open automation, particularly software-centric open automation, can really simplify the lives of operators in industrial environments. So what exactly does that mean? And what is the value of open automation to industry? We're going to get the answers to that and more from Domenico Napoli. He's an open automation leader for process automation at Schneider Electric. So Domenico, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Len. So first, I mentioned in my opening that the software-centric open automation simplifies the lives of industrial operators. So now, can you tell us why these operators need automation and how open automation kind of increases their choices to accomplish that advancement as they go forward? Sure. Um, so traditionally, when we're thinking about the, the traditional process control, a lot of us understand that for any type of advancement or improvement that, that we need in a plant, we need more automation in order to achieve it. Now, when we think about open automation, this basically gives the, the operators or owners, uh, but not only uh, them, same would apply for end users, uh, OEMs, system integrators, and the likes. It gives them more choice. Um, now we're, we're embarking more on a world of, of plug and produce and and not the typical world that we have today where it's a plug and engineer and test and, and figure out what went wrong and then do it all over again and plug and engineer and test again and eventually we'll, we'll get to produce. Um, so at Schneider Electric and working with uh, the partners that we have as well, you know, we want to overcome these misperceptions that, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be impossible to achieve a world where we can actually get to plug and produce and, and, uh, and simplify how uh, different um, automation technologies and automation vendors all, all play together. Let's talk about that a little more about the misconceptions and how you're getting past it. So what can you talk about the process of what you and your partners are doing to get past those misconceptions? Um, so what with, when we think about open automation, um, a lot of people think, oh, it's, it's open. That means uh, increased cybersecurity risk. Uh, because it's open, everybody has access to it. And, and I just want to, you know, make sure that everybody has, has the same understanding. You know, when we're talking about open, it, it doesn't mean fully open source, like, like a lot of us are, are familiar with in the software world. But open means that it's easier to communicate across multiple different vendors, that we can easily have an automation system that includes more than one vendor uh, and that they all work nicely together and talk easily to each other. Uh, versus the, the world of today when um, when we try to uh, integrate multiple different vendor technologies into one overall plant automation, you know, we always have to consider gateways and protocols and protocol conversions and, and all of those uh, items that can potentially add risk and and um, add complexity to not only getting it started, but it's, it's long-term maintenance over the, the duration of the life of the plant. And if I could... Just throw a follow-up there. Do you think that industry is getting that? Like that they're understanding that that the, uh, that the misconceptions may not really be as big of a problem as they think it is. <laughs> Again. I, I, I think everybody understands the problems that we have today. And, and everyone is looking for solutions on how to overcome these challenges and, and these complexities mm -hmm. that we have in, in the automation space today. 
So I would say that, uh, yes, they, they are aware and they are looking at uh, what's out there, what's potentially available that can help us uh, minimize the risk and, and remove complexities uh, wherever possible. Okay. Well, let's talk about the solutions a little and let's get it a little more into the technical details. Um, a basic understanding of open automation means we can segregate software from hardware, but what does that actually enable? What's the advantage there? So again, when we talk about segregating the, the software from the hardware is, um, think of like the, the world that, that we have today with, uh, with the laptops and, and cell phones, where you have a lot of different hardware vendors and manufacturers that are all using the same software. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what we want to get to in the uh, industrial automation space is where we can, we can now segregate the software, making sure that everybody can use the same software, but run that software on their specific hardware or, or any different hardware vendor, um, hardware vendors hardware. Um, and, and this impacts us in a lot of different ways, right? So now we have the ability to, to not be tied, you know, if, if we like a, a software, if we, we, if we like a piece of hardware, we don't have to uh, be tied that saying, oh, because I've, I've, I like that specific hardware, I need to stay with that specific vendor for, for everything, right? Mm -hmm. Being in this open automation world, now you can have fit for purpose hardware selections based on on what you need to do and where you need to do it um, and all run the same software on, on all of those different hardware variations uh, whereas today a lot of the automation solutions out there uh, basically limit you to what hardware selections you have and the minute you want to go and use something from a, a different automation vendor well that's when gateways come into play and, and transferring of protocols and, and transfer tables and, and all of that extra engineering and extra complexity that uh, that comes with uh, the automation systems that, that are available today in order to have them communicate with each other uh, seamlessly. I would assume then that really increases the organizational collaboration by using open automation. So how, how so does that, what's the advantage there? This provides a huge opportunity for, for collaboration across all of the automation vendors uh, in, in industrial automation. Um, you know, now that we're, we're thinking about, um, if we look at autom industrial automation systems today, you know, everybody needs to kind of achieve um, the same thing, but I would say uh, no one is, is expert in any one thing uh, with the exception of, of a couple of, uh, of of manufacturers out there. But let's say that, um, you know, one, one very easy example that, that comes to mind is, um, is that of uh, intrinsic safety, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of the, the automation vendors um, out there today, uh, industrial automation vendors out there today, are not, I wouldn't say that they might have some intrinsic safety expertise, but that's not their core business, so to speak. Whereas there are other manufacturers that uh, intrinsic safety is their core business. So leveraging open automation allows us to leverage the experts in a, in a specific field or in a specific item without having um, a lot of integration uh, costs to, to burden as, as a vendor and, and making sure that we can integrate them together. So basically it's working with the experts and what they do best and leveraging that expertise in, in a, in a, and, and provide that as part of a, a holistic solution to to our customers. 
Um, thinking of, of this also helps us when um, we want to, to reduce and, and, and streamline the risk, right? So minimizing potential points of failure is another area where, uh, where open automation helps us a lot. Like we mentioned earlier, when we're talking about all the, when we're using multiple different vendors where, where today, I think the majority of the plants out there have more than one automation provider um, mm -hmm. at their sites. So, and all of these are, are usually interfaced with each other through gateways, through, through software protocol conversions. So leveraging open automation reduces all of those potential points of failure in the future and streamlines your operations and streamlines your your industrial automation architecture now that you don't need these gateways anymore as everybody is talking mm -hmm. the same language because we're using the same software uh, at the end of the day. Right. And we have engineering tools like what uh, we've developed in Schneider Electric, uh, Ecostructure Automation Expert, right. that allows us to configure our control strategy once and eventually deploy to whatever hardware we choose that's part of uh, the open automation family. Yeah. And there's a lot of other collaboration as well uh, when we're thinking about how the workforce is changing and, and how can we apply different types of programming um, into our automation platform that more people are familiar with. Um, you know, we, we just, when we think of the typical uh, programming ways of, of industrial automation today, and, and we know we talk, we, we typically think about the, the cyclical way of programming. Uh, versus when we talk about, you know, a type of uh, automation programming in the IT space, which is more event-driven. Um, so with, with Schneider Electric, we've adopted a new uh, event-driven base of programming, which now opens up the doors to a lot more people that are familiar with that type of, of programming. Um, again, opening up the workforce, opening up the potential workforce that our, our end users and, and our customers have access to now, uh, without having to to retrain them on how to program in a cyclical way versus the event-driven way that um, that they're already uh, thinking about, um, and like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, partner inclusivity, right, is working more with partners and not thinking of each other as a competition, but leverage the best-in-class components to provide a solution for our customers that, at the end of the day, is best-in-class and doesn't require additional complexity and additional gateways to uh, allow the best-in-class components to, to communicate with each other. Sometimes it's um, best to see how this works in action, but we can't really, quote, see here on the podcast, So, but we can discuss it. So some of these use cases that illustrate the benefits of uh, open automation that you've worked on, and I know you've worked on at least two interesting applications that maybe can help us understand this. Um, can you discuss those? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so some of them I'm not uh, allowed to mention the names, yes. but um, we have been working with a lot of uh, carbon capture opportunities mm. where mm. where they're looking for these new technologies um, to help them achieve their, the you know, what they need to achieve and, and make the product that they need to, to do, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of these opportunities were, were interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of us talk about uh, carbon neutral. Uh, but some of these use cases were actually carbon negative, which was uh, at least impressive when I was looking at them and working with the teams on that. But yeah, they were looking at uh, how are we leveraging new technology that is future-proof, that um, especially in proof of concepts, that they're, they're trying out new things and, and trying to see both from a process perspective and from an automation perspective what works best. Um, 
leveraging technologies that allow us to to leverage a wider workforce that that have seamless interoperability across multiple different vendors were were areas where where they wanted to uh, to look into and, and select vendors that were willing to work with them and, and had technologies available to uh, to allow them to to achieve this. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of these these customers actually have um, our uh, engineering tool, uh, Ecostructure Automation Expert, as well as a lot of our hardware components when it comes to I/O modules, um, controllers, uh, so on and so forth. But as well, um, we have other partners that are part of of Open Automation. And we're leveraging their hardware components as well, all part of the same uh, the same ecosystem, and uh, without any gateways in between. Uh, meaning that because we have all we're all using the same software uh, under the hood at the controller level that's provided by uh, UniversalAutomation.org, we're all able to seamlessly communicate with each other without the need for for gateways. So this removed uh, their risk, removed uh, reduced sorry reduced their risk, reduced their uh, their, their complexity of, of the system that uh, that they needed in order to, to achieve their goals, um, and allowed them at the end of the day also to to reduce cost, uh, get a faster time to market because we, you know they didn't have to uh, worry about all the typical problems that that come with interfacing uh, multiple different vendors together. Mm-hmm. So that was a couple of interesting opportunities that we had in carbon capture that. Uh, mm-hmm. That more will be made aware of uh, in, in the coming future as these uh, as these uh, pilot projects become a uh, become a reality and, and then become more uh, main streamlined plants in the future. We also had another opportunity um, with uh, GR3M. Um, the the innovation that this company has been uh, pretty impressive from my perspective and looking at what they're doing and and how they're achieving. They're basically a, a plastics recycling company that. That are able to recycle even more plastic than the, the, the typical recycling companies do today, um, and they they are also looking for the same things like I mentioned earlier. But um, they're leveraging our our Schneider technology with our Schneider hardware, both uh, EcoStructure Automation Expert as well as our our controllers and I/O. But they're also leveraging our our partner Stahl's intrinsically safe um, I/O uh, in certain areas of their plant, and again, picking the the fit for purpose component based on, on what they need to achieve for that specific application or for that specific uh, process, and all uh, leveraging one engineering tool to configure the, the complete automation of the system and then deploying that, um, that control strategy to whatever hardware they, they need for, for that specific area that they want to, to focus on. Um, so they're also another company that has been uh, leveraging open automation and, and uh, and, and applying it in, in their actual facilities uh, moving moving forward now. Wow, those are uh, two great examples and obviously two industries that are just getting going and um, as well as automation. I think we're just getting started on this journey. Uh, I think everybody will probably agree with that. Um, it sounds wonderful. Uh, I think we've learned a lot today. And Dominique, I want to thank you for being here. Uh, we probably will be talking a lot more about open automation as the year goes on. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Len, for having me. I'm passionate about this topic, so uh, I will be more than happy to have another conversation. I'm sure you'll have a lot of interested parties. So thanks again, and we will talk about it again soon.